Welcome to another episode of the Cultivate Church Planning Podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friends and ministry partners, Jesse and Shannon Quintana. Jesse and Shannon made a one-year commitment to move out to Florida and help us with our church plant. It was incredibly helpful. Shannon was our worship leader and Jesse helped set up our media systems. It was great having that help during such a pivotal time in the church plant. In this episode, you'll hear their story and find out how valuable temporary seasonal help can be when planting a church. Who knows? Maybe God wants you to go and help for a season. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Cultivate Church Planning Podcast, and I'm here with uh, my best friends, Shannon and wow. Jesse Quintana. <laughs> I feel like we just got promoted. <laughs> You're just buttering us up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. My best For the tough questions. Yeah. That's how everyone starts. I don't even know the person. I'm like, this is my best friend. You should we start have... all of them like that. Just yeah. for fun. Just, just for, that's a thing now. Yeah, that's all a of thing. them. Just... Uh, Shannon and Jesse Quintana. And they have been here for over a year. It's been confirmed helping us at our church plant. And for those of you, I think I've talked about it before, but for those of you who don't know, I am not only hosting this podcast, but I'm also uh, with my friends, my best friends and other best friends, planting a church here in Florida, just south of Tampa. And Shannon and Jesse are from California, Mm -hmm. the great state of. Yep. Well, you guys are both from New Mexico, though. Actually, originally actually originally if we're yeah. going back to the og hometown yep. tell us about new mexico jesse first question first question um new mexico is a beautiful place it's pretty mm-hmm. um i grew up there and i couldn't wait to leave when i saw the ocean i was like i you know love the ocean want to move but as i get older i realize like how beautiful new mexico yeah. is and i mean the food is like Oh my mm. goodness! It's when people think in New Mexico, they think this is a desert. Like they're yeah. we're going to the desert. It's horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wrong. There is some desert, but yeah. there's a lot of mountains. There the are. Rocky Mountains are in New Mexico. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like Arizona and Colorado, like mixed. That's a good one in way to my put mind. It. it is. Yeah, it's kind of like a little, little mix. Yeah, totally. But the food is just oh, ridiculous. Next level. Next level. It is next, next level. level. Nothing like it. I can't um, wait to get a breakfast burrito there. The Hatch green chilies mm. are. Yep. And Where the way the that? green chili is on everything. I mean, yeah. a burger, pizza. pizza. Yeah. I mean, McDonald's. It's McDonald's. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you can get a green, green chili, chili cheeseburger. Green chili yep. cheeseburger That's at McDonald's. True. Yep. That's so true. Yeah. But Even McDonald's knows. New Mexico is beautiful, though. It really yeah. is. It's so, it is. so pretty, you know? Yeah. Really and is. you, um, <clears throat> Shannon's, Shannon's been on the show before, twice before. I think so. Wow. Both times with my dad. Actually, yeah. 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 So. You're, you were kind of overshadowed by your dad, but we got rid <laughs> <No>. of him. <laughs> it's a good shadow to be in. It's a good shadow to be in. <laughs> it is. But I was what I was going to say is um, we were just talking about a broadcast from New Mexico, Skip Heisig's church. Yes. And your dad and Skip are good, good buds. Yeah, my dad and him knew each other, I guess, back in California, like in the tent days. And yeah. uh, at Calvary Chapel, the OG, you know, if you watch Jesus Revolution. Mm-hmm. Which was crazy. I went and watched that with your wife, Lynn, actually. And I was like, this is so crazy because it was so nostalgic for me because I'm like, my dad got saved in that tent. Did you, you know, cry? And so much. I totally cried. Yeah. Because I was so like, it was very inspiring to me because I think we were like halfway through the year here. And it was so inspiring to me that when you just say yes and go and do what yeah. God is doing, asking yeah. you to do, a lot of people have to take risk to like say, 
well, yeah. Like I was thinking about how like Skip gave the place to um, Greg Laurie or, you know, all the things that happened in that, like, and Chuck saying, sure, let's, let's allow the hippies in. That's a risk. If you're thinking about hippies, it from like, I, I, I want to let the hippies in, probably. No, I don't like hippies. I don't mind hippies. <laughs> I think I'm, he was I'm kind a, of a hippie, a hippie when we in were. My heart. He is a hippie. <laughs> I think what I, I think it's like kind of the modern day hippies, though. They're kind of wannabes. Back in the yeah. day, they were like the real. Yeah, they, they were. The real. We don't even know. We weren't even we don't alive even know, yet. Yeah. Well, because it denoted so much more than just a look. It was a lifestyle, drugs, blah blah blah. All yeah, stuff. for sure. But anyway, sure. it was very inspiring to me because of the risk. Yeah. Risks that were taken. The yeses to what God called. Yeah, and that's what we want to do. Yeah. Shannon and Jesse came out uh, to help us. A little backstory. Um, with the church plant here, we had been, I want to say, a little less than a year in. I think so. Yeah, I think it was that a little less of the plant. Yeah. My brother, uh, um, who's a worship leader, Shannon is, for those of you who don't know her, which is probably very, very few, oh, gosh. I have not heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Keep buttering that toast. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the end of the episode, we're going to ask her to stay for another year. So <laughs> I'm glad you came here today. In front of all these people, what is your answer? Yeah, we're actually answer? live right now. And what would Christ do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would Chuck Smith do in the hippies? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you going to leave the carpet in or are you going to tear the carpet out? That's Ooh, the question. That's a good church question. Yeah, so they um, they came out and uh, Shannon's a worship leader. So my brother came out to help plant the church and start as our worship leader. And then less than a year in, he um, God called him to go to a church that could actually pay him and <laughs> was more established and, <laughs> what? and wasn't in florida they, florida's mm. not for everybody it's no. it's an acquired taste yeah. but there we actually are kind of sad to leave florida yeah, yeah there's so, some really good things beautiful. about it yeah and the people i love the people yeah. here they're just really super nice back. oh yeah. my gosh we're gonna miss the really nice people yeah, everybody's yeah. so friendly yeah they are super friendly you run into some of them are on meth but uh, they're yeah. friendly but yes. that's anywhere yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but well, we have Florida men's, Florida mans, Florida, Florida mans, Florida yeah. mans, tough guys, <laughs> tough guys, big trucks, tough guys. So when when my brother Michael um, moved on to the church that he's now at, which mm -hmm. is an awesome, it was an awesome move for them and a great fit for mm -hmm. what he wanted to do in the future, and that sort of thing. And we appreciated that that first year of him being here. But um, we were kind of like, well, we're not super established yet as far as a church. Mm -hmm. And although our, we kind of minister on a platform of keep it simple here, mm -hmm. which is stripped down worship, kind of uh, just very simply teach the Bible simply. It's kind of a Calvary Chapel thing. Mm -hmm. And um, but then we're like, oh, kind of what are we going to do? You know, we, we've got a few members of our church that are can do worship. Um, and then... All of a sudden, as though a light shone from heaven. I don't think I've heard this story. Out of the blue. How did how did we how did you get out here? You texted me. I was well, gonna tell the story. Jesse, but yeah, you and texted I said me. No. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you texted me randomly. <laughs> and that was in like May or no, was like June May or June, something. May, I, think. I don't know. Well, something like that. Because and then, go ahead. Yeah, so you texted and then uh, I mentioned it to Shannon, she's like, No. And then I, Shannon. Well, he was like, "Hey, Brian wants to know if we want to move to Florida, and you could be a worship leader at their church." I was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> well, because we were comfortable, like our house, everything yeah. there, established, yeah. and I, I was like, well, "Why would I move to Florida? Why would yeah. I 
do that and move to the other side of the country. And then I just really felt like, you know, God opens doors, yeah. whatever they might be. And instead of just saying yes or no right away, we should pray about it, you know, and look into it and just give it yeah. like it's foolish to just mm -hmm. say no. So that's when we came So out then he said, OK, so I think we should just go out there for a week and see what it's like and see what the Lord says. So we came out here, y'all took that, us out on a boat. Oh, yeah. We took we us to the beach. Every, you oh, you absolutely oh, come to Florida. Then, well, God was in it for sure <laughs> because the weather was perfect. The, the was. water was. was crystal clear. Was for those amazing. of you who have never been to the west coast of <clears throat> Florida, south of Tampa in the Sarasota Bradenton area and Anna Maria Island, mm -hmm. the beaches are like white, like, like pristine, pristine yeah. sand. And then clear water mm -hmm. with dolphins in it and manatees. Yeah, it's and a special alligators. place. Uh, yeah, which we've not seen yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a very like special. We even drove down south one day. We're like, let's go drive around, like see if we can find some other cool beaches. And we came back. We're like, nah, it is so special here. No, where we yeah, it's really nice. nice. It's it really, really nice. is. But that week, you guys came out and we're like, we had a great time. We met some some of the people from the church here, mm -hmm. and God spoke to you. I love, um, and this episode is really kind of about that. Um, going and helping out at a church plant and not necessarily like committing your whole life to the um, to the church plant. Right. Because a lot of guys, when they're planting a church, when they're planning this out, um, first of all, when we make plans, God laughs. So Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. True. Totally. <laughs> and, but secondly, um, we kind of think that, you know, I need to develop a team that's going to be here for the long haul and this mm -hmm. and that. And it's good to have some stability, especially I think in the more like the senior leadership of the sure. church. Um, yeah. Although I'm one to talk, I've I haven't stayed at a church longer than <laughs> four years. But well, careful. And what you're two now? So, yeah, on your two. No, I'm staying here. I promise. No, pretty much every Sunday <laughs> he years. says that. <laughs> pretty much every Sunday from the pulpit, you're like, but we love it here. We're yeah. staying. Yeah, because people are like, we know you. We know what you're doing. Yeah. And then, but what I wanted to feature kind of on this episode is um, that it's it's not necessarily a bad thing to commit for a certain amount of time and then go mm -hmm. and and you know it's like right because you came at a time when and God knew this He had it all planned out and you came at a time when we really needed that worship leader. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, especially at a, a time in our church where we were growing and new people were coming and we didn't know a lot of the people that were here. That's another thing. Right. Those relationships that we have, um, like we knew each other in Bible college. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Calvary Chapel Bible College. Mm -hmm. 25 years ago. Yeah. 25 years Something ago. Like that. Was it 1998? We, yeah. 98 was our last. I don't yeah. know. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got married in 99. Yeah. 25 years 97, ago. 98, yeah. Yeah, 25 years ago. Because we're about to celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary. And you guys are 99 too, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We we're 25 old. in August. That's crazy. Yeah, and we kind of kept old. up with you guys through the years. You like, look good yeah, yeah. though, Jesse. Oh, thank you. You look good. <laughs> he does. Thank you. I would get like a, a text from Lynn here and there, like when you guys moved to New Zealand. I remember her texting me like, did it mess you up when your family moved to Australia when you were a teenager? I was like, no, I loved it. You know, in a text here and there. And we kind of kept uh -huh. in touch and had lunch with you guys in Newport one day before you guys moved to New Zealand. Yeah. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, that was. And kept in touch out. and stuff. But yeah. And it's just kind of crazy to get a text from you guys and ask that. And we were like, nah. Nah. And then I you remember. were like, nah. And Jesse's like, let's pray about it. Well, yeah. then when we the came story. out here, we came with an open hand. I was like, okay, Lord. You know, I don't want, I don't feel any desire to do this, but if this is what you want us to do, change my mind. Yeah. Right. 
you know? And I think for me in the last probably 10 years, I just really have had this sense, like, I don't want to look back with regret at things, like anything, whether it's business stuff or anything, like I want to give, give it a go, you know, and just see what happens and nothing's permanent. And I just think like, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. I love that mentality. And especially that nothing's permanent part, because what I was getting at it before was a lot of people are scared to go and help out at a church plant. You know, they, they think it's going to be too big of a commitment. I'm not Mm -hmm. willing to you know, and it did, it did take some sacrifice for you guys. I right. mean, you sure. had to leave your two girls behind, uh, daughters. Right. And, um, They're adults, by the way. Adults, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye, mommy, you'll be back in a year. <laughs> Here's the key to the house. Yeah. We put there's food in the fridge. Yeah. But that was part God of the bless. big deal was that, okay, this was the first time that we were called to go somewhere and our kids weren't. Oh, yeah. And that was hard. Yeah. Because I remember when we were here one day, we're floating out in the water with you and Lynn, and we're talking about like, well, if we did, yeah, we're like, well, if we did move here, what would it look like? You know, and we're talking about houses and where we would live and will we keep our house or sell our house or rent our house? And, and Lynn just goes, well, the big question is, could you leave your kids? And I was all, excuse me. Like, (laughs) I was like, don't ask me questions. Like, and actually, I don't know if we ever told you guys this, but we went back to, cause we were staying at your house Uh and every night we would kind of, before we went to bed, kind of debrief on the day. Like, do you feel anything? Like, do you feel like the Lord's saying yes or no? And that night I was in tears. Like I am not leaving our kids behind. That is a non-negotiable for me. And he was like, absolutely. I agree. We're on the same page. And then we went back to California after thinking, all right, well, we think, I mean, we had the worst time getting back to California. That's that was Spirit rough. Airlines. I will never fly again. <laughs> anyway, that's not something worth talking about. But we get back and we tell the girls, hey, we're going to move to Florida and da, 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 da. And they are like, yeah, yeah. And then maybe a week and a half, two weeks after, they kind of sat us down and they're like, so we don't think we're going. And in my head, I'm like, all right, well, we're not going because we already established it as yeah. a deal breaker. Yeah. And then I was the next day, like within 24 hours, I was on the phone with one of my close friends who she now lives in DC. And I was like, yeah, our girls don't want to come with us. And it was like in that moment, the Lord changed my heart and said, Shannon, this isn't a deal breaker. This is a change of season. And this is just what it looks like. Yeah. Cause our kids were 19 and 20 at the time. Yeah. And they can't, you know, I want my kids to grow up and I want our kids to know that they can move on without us and they don't need us necessarily like in the same house. It was, that was really hard. Yeah. But, but you did it. And it's, I love that word seasonal. Yeah. Getting always getting back to that. Like, you know, you can do anything. You, we were talking about this earlier today. Yeah. We had our prayer meeting here at the church mm-hmm. and you said um, something like you don't, I don't remember how you said I'm not really good about getting if I don't about... know <laughs> something about you being angry. <laughs> what? Me? <laughs> no, I was just talking about how, because it was actually Jesse's idea. He's like, let's commit to a year. And I was like, oh, okay. Because there is that feeling of like, well, how long is this going to last? Are we going to live there yeah. forever? And we came here with the intention of staying. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at, we were in escrow on different houses. Yep. And the Lord was just like not allowing any of that to happen. But that that kind of expectation, not only mm-hmm. for you to, but also for us as a mm-hmm. church to say, hey, this right. is a year and we can work within that. If it turns into something else, that's a different sure. story. Right. But I think that's so, I think that could be so valuable for mm-hmm. if there's people out there listening that maybe have a talent or a skill or especially with new churches, um, there's a couple of areas that they're really, it's really tough to get 
trusted people in those positions or mm. gifted right. people. Right. Worship is a big one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, children's ministry is another big one. Right. I oh, mean, yeah. can you go, can you take a year and it's, it's tough with different people's jobs and stuff. I Absolutely. know that. Um, fortunately you can work remotely, right. Jesse. So that wasn't a, yeah, that a right. big factor, That's huge. but you had another factor with the girls. So there's always something, right. Mm-hmm. But can't you just take, um, get connected to some church plant, even in an area that you want to go and like hang out for a while. Like right. I can think of a lot of places I'd like to go Absolutely. and kind of stay and for sure. Know, right. Take it, take six months, take a year, commit to, serve and to help at this church plant mm-hmm. um, with the attention of intention of long-term you're right. going to go back and whatever right. else happens mm-hmm. um, but I think that's really valuable yeah I just think what the most important part is just if God is asking you to do something say yes you don't have to we could have said nope we're happy in our house and God would have still blessed our life but we would have missed out on the year here and I see now a year after why God separated us from our kids for a time. I mean, we still talk to them all the time, but I see the work that he's done in each of our kids individually, in each of us individually, through the hardship, through the thing. I mean, that was the hardest part was being away from our kids, I think. And the relationships that you create here that we've never had. Yeah, yeah, totally. That that doesn't end after a year. And it's just, I don't know. I just try to look at life. It's an adventure, right? And like Mm -hmm. our kingdom is not here. Our kingdom is heaven. Mm -hmm. And so... I think a lot of people, myself included, get caught up on, you know, just making a successful good life here when that's not the goal. You know what I mean? I'm not against any of that stuff, but it just that's not where our head and our heart should be, you know. Mm -hmm. And so keeping in my mind, just like everything is temporary. This is not where I'm spending eternity. Holding it loosely. Absolutely. Absolutely. We all talk about it and it's a different thing to like do it. But you have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Because otherwise, but you're, you're a man of adventure yourself, Jesse, a man of adventure. (laughs) (laughs) The most interesting Uh, man in the world. (laughs) Maybe not the most interesting, but you're up there. Oh, You're definitely I like probably top 100. Oh, no. Top oh, most interesting man in the world. He's all, oh, stop. Stop, stop telling me more. <laughs> but in, you've been involved in missions for a long time, even at um, yes. uh, Refuge at the, the former church you guys were serving at. Yeah. And you've been all over the world. Yes. How many countries have you been to? I was trying to count the other day. I think um, maybe 40. Dang. Yeah, almost 40. Not as many as you, but... No, that's more than me. Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably... He's it's... been in other countries longer than you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. So I beat you on that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. More commitment. I'm better than Maybe. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. But yeah, I've been in a lot of places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, and we've <clears throat> talked about... You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, Shannon kind of often gets featured as, you know, the worship leader and, you know, you came down for a year and Shannon led worship, but Jesse and I had the privilege of going out and doing a conference in, in Mexico on the mission field down in Mazatlan. Mazatlan. That was so much fun. And we're going to plan on doing, um, more stuff like that. Yeah, that was good. Jesse, if you guys want, yeah, we've already talked about it. I love that. If you're listening uh, to this and you need someone that is an experienced traveler, mm-hmm. missionary, all-around good guy to be part of your, to even help lead or mm-hmm. give advice on mission trips. Jesse is your man, oh. he is. 100%. He's great with operational 100%. stuff, and he's got the experience. He's very, like, he's a good study. He's a he's a calm voice in the midst of a chaotic mission field. That's wow. why God put him with me, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a chaotic? God knew he needed a little chaos and I need a little calm. (laughs) It's a balance, right? 
Uh, that was fun when we went to Mexico. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I know, you know, mission trips is about mission and work and serving the people and stuff. And we, we did that, but it's also fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go to Vietnam, right? That's Ooh. the talk. Yes. Yeah. Wait, are we involved in this? The wives? No, no. sorry. Uh-uh. What? That's it's a, a bros, man's yeah. thing. Whatever. Rose trip. It's like there's hunting widows, you know, like when it's hunting season. <laughs> Missions Ooh, of mission. I shouldn't the Lord. say that. What was the... No, I was going to say missionary widows, and I'm all, ooh, that's an actual thing. Yeah, yeah, you should no. cut that out. Well, what did Billy Graham, <laughs> what did Ruth Graham say about Billy Graham? Because he was gone all the time. Yeah. Evangelist. One day with Billy is like a hundred days with any other man or something like that. I'm like, how do you know what it's like with any other man? <laughs> that's what I always thought. That's, that's where my mind goes when I'm reading those kind of things. That's like, why we what? get along. <laughs> Oh, you guys totally should. I love that for you guys. Even if yeah. Lynn and I aren't involved in that, I love that for you guys because I do think you guys are a good team. Uh-huh. And um, so, coming, uh-huh, so yeah. anyway. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of what, where we're going next. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to Jesse and me and our broship. <laughs> oh. Okay, so. Bro what? Broship. Broship. Bro-ship. Like friendship. Like friendship. Oh. It's a new word. She just I made just it made it up. Okay. On the fly. So what advice here? Let's get to some practical stuff, because I know we've kind of piqued the interest of people out there listening, saying, I would love to be a part of a mission trip or a Mm -hmm. church plant or something significant more than just more than just a short term mission trip, because short term mission trips. That's a good way to get your foot in the door. Yeah, it's an easy commitment. You can take a Mm -hmm. week or two off work. Right. And do it. Save up a little money and do it. But someone's out there thinking. I, I really feel called not to be the um, the pastor or lead pastor or, mm-hmm. you know, of a church plant, mm-hmm. but to be part of one. I mean, what advice would you give them, practically speaking, on how to how to do that? Do you want to go or you want me to go? Um, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about that because I don't I don't really know. <laughs> I just think that you have to have low expectations mm-hmm. and have uh, you have to be, I think, convinced I think in anything we do for the Lord, we have to be convinced that that's what God's calling us to. Because yeah. any any kind of opposition, which you'll, you will face opposition, Absolutely. you'll face hardship. You'll mm-hmm. it'll be hard. Bottom line, mm-hmm. and and it and it could even be hard from other people. I know being in leadership, you know, you have a lot of people that are just hard to you know be with or deal with. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to be convinced that this is what God's called you to, so that when everything around you feels like oh, I shouldn't have done this, mm-hmm. you have to be able to. L- think back to, no, this is what God called me to. Yeah. yeah kind of like, you know, in the Bible, Old Testament, Israelites set up those monuments to like, remember what God had done, yeah. you know, like that. I think yeah. that that is in my mind, one of the biggest things, because a lot of it's a mind game, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of it is. Yeah. That's such a good word. Cause, um, especially with church plants, it's, it's glamorous, especially it's been more, um, uh, it's become kind of a, uh, the word I'm looking for, like a popular thing. It's very sure. romanticized. Yeah, trendy like, almost. You're doing God's work, yeah, and if you can, it's like church planting. Yeah, do a cool video on Instagram. You'll make it look like a yeah. vacation. <laughs> and then, um, but then, and it is. It's it's amazing. It is. Like you're gonna see God work like you never mm-hmm. saw before. But He does yeah. so through stretching, trying, yeah. testing. Absolutely. And especially when you're working with a team of people. In, in an environment that it's not an established church. Established churches, you have certain benchmarks that you know this right. is going to be the way that it is. Right. You're coming into something new. You're you're determining the way that it is. Right. You're h- helping to formulate what's happening here. Right. Yeah. So to have that um, understanding like, hey, <clears throat> I need to be flexible. 
Blessed are the flexible. Absolutely. They shall not be broken. Not be broken. Yep. Chuck Smith. Yep. Calvary motto. No, I think I would add on to what Jesse's saying too. Like number one, I would say just say yes if that's what God's asking you to do, even if it's hard. And then manage expectations. I wouldn't say low expectations. I would say just manage them. Because I like I did not I was talking to Lynn the other day, we were walking on the beach and I was like, I did not know I had this many rough edges. Like I thought I was okay, you know, and, but managing those expectations. Cause I had so many expectations and most of them revolved around what I was going to do, which is really prideful. And so I think managing that expectations and having in your mind, I know God called us here. And so through all the hard stuff and knowing what's going on with our kids struggling, being away, blah, 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 or different difficult relationships. Like you were saying, like in a group of five people, you're going to have some sort of disagreement on something, whether it's spoken or not. Mm -hmm. And so that managing that expectation and knowing like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm not looking at this as God saying like, see, I told you, but you win anyway, <laughs> there's going to be hardship. And that's the enemy saying like, see, you shouldn't have done this. You made a mistake. And when you know that like, without any doubt, this is what God called me to do. And he never promised ease. He always promised there's going to be a difficulty. He promised it in his word. And so when you hit that, you're like, all right, Lord. So you are trying to do a work in me and in others. And I'm just going to say yes. And that was something that I had to keep telling myself throughout the year of like, okay, Lord, this is your yes for me. So help me make it my yes. You know, and yeah. there were days where I was like, Adjust. I hate that this is your yes for me. Yeah. I wish this Adjust. was a no for me, but it's yeah. not, you know. What so. was your favorite part about, and there are the difficulties, there are the issues. And we didn't talk about any of these questions beforehand just no. for our listening audience. So these weren't this planned ahead of time. This is authentic. These are real professionals I'm dealing with here. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Professional talker. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Uh, how, what was your favorite part about the being involved in a church plant and even that temporary season? Um, I mean, what, what, what are your, your takeaways from here that you would think of it as a, you're a saleswoman, you're a salesman, and here's this person saying, I don't know, I gotta, there's a lot of sacrifice to be made, but I, I kind of want to go be part of this church plant mm -hmm. and help out and do whatever I'm going to do. <laughs> And by the way, you don't have to be super skilled to go and help out a church plant. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You have to be faithful, dependable. Those are the key ingredients. Mm -hmm. um, As with most things. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, and I think what people don't know, too, is that they are skilled. They just may not know what their gift is yet. God Ooh. has given you a gift. You are skilled. You literally have everything in your toolbox that you are going to need for the next season. God is equipping you right now for the next one. Like yeah. my favorite part of this season was I loved making relationships with all the women here at the church. Mm -hmm. I loved that. And I can see now, like three years before now, I was not good at being friends with women. I did not like being around women all that much. It's not like I was hanging out with all the guys or anything, but I just wouldn't be all that engaged because yeah, I was yeah. like, eh, too hard, too much drama, yeah. too many different opinions. And I would just... Women are very dramatic. It's very hard. It is. <laughs> But I'm going to cut that out of the yeah, episode, yeah. actually. Edit. I should have, I should have planned ahead. Don't say that. <laughs> but I loved that, like, looking at now, God equipped me over the three years between COVID, like right before COVID and coming here, equipped me to want to engage with the women and to see the gifting that God had in them and to try and call that out of them and say, you're a gifted teacher. You 
Like, because I think that sometimes people don't understand. Not everybody wants to look up the Greek word and look at the history of a specific part of scripture. That's like a gift of a teacher to want to do that. Most people just want to come and read God's word and see how they're supposed to live their lives. Right. But to see that gift in somebody and say, that's not just like something nerdy about you. It's a gift that God's given you. And so that's been my favorite part is being able to really get to know the women, getting coffee with them, creating relationships. Pour into them and identify those uh, gifts that they may not see in themselves. One, hopefully developing a, um, what's the word? Like a, um, an environment where that continues and it's important. You know what I mean? I've loved that the most. Worship's been great too. I've loved leading worship, but even in that, I was talking to Ashley. I was like, I'm just always about the relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're on the worship team, but I love that you can sing and I love that I can help with things like that. Yeah. But the relationship, like that's where the gold is, you know? Yeah, totally. Jess, what about you? Um, I would say that my favorite part of it all, two things I can think of offhand. One is just the adventure of it. Yeah. You know, just the adventure of going to a new place, meeting new people, the entire, all of it, right? The, the good stuff, the bad stuff. I just like it all. Um, and then I just think like in general, like uh, with a church plant, it seems that it's a great place to figure out and develop your gifts, whatever they might be. Because, you know, at, at an established church, it's established. And, and they've and already got all the they've p- got it. positions filled. Right, absolutely. Yeah. They got all the positions filled. You know, they got a sound guy that's really good at sound. They got yeah. it. You know, hopefully yeah. they've got all these things that people are very gifted in. And so to break into any one of those things can be potentially more difficult than at a church plant where that's a good, hey, that's we just a good need word. some we just need some help. You know what I mean? And it's a place where you can maybe develop and see like, oh, am I good at this? Do I like this? You know? Because they just need help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that um yeah. So I don't know. I think those are the two things that No, come that's on. great. And that's uh I mean you're good at you're gifted at sound and all that stuff too. But yeah, it's kinda like in the beginning you're like, hey, you stand back here by this computer and when you hear them singing this song, you click on yeah. this button. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. Right. Totally. Totally. Uh, but I think too, an interesting part of like a church plant versus an established church where you're saying like everything's already taken care of. Like this was the first church plant I was called to as an adult. Like my dad's planted churches yeah. and I've been yeah. parts of that, but not as an adult. I was always like my dad's daughter, you know? which I still am, but you know what I mean? I was a kid, No, I know. but I think it's interesting. Like, I think something to learn for me to learn is how important communication is and delegation is in like a starting up church. It's like, okay, communicate the needs. We need this. We need that. And then not taking it all on yourself. Yeah. Right. And saying like, I could do that. I don't want to trouble anybody, but that's be just like, good leadership. No, we actually need to delegate that. That's out. a good, that's good leadership. And that's, um, that's hard for, lead that's hard for lead pastors it's hard for guys like i'm just speaking from my own experience like mm-hmm. me because we want we want a certain you try you have a vision it's mm-hmm. a visionary right. you have a vision right. of what it could be and what you mm-hmm. want it to be and it takes time to get to that place so mm-hmm. it's very hard to let go and say you know all right you go ahead and do this you know make that try not to graphic <laughs> or make do right. this and instead of just grabbing it back and saying, just let me do that. Right. Because I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it better, yeah. I think. But yeah. and then most of the time you don't discover the people that are actually really right. gifted at stuff. And what if that is actually inadvertently robbing somebody of the opportunity to use their gift? Right. 
Like it's just easier. No, I'm not calling you a robber. I'm just saying like, if you're like, I think it's two things. I think one, you don't want to burden people. And two, you want it done right. And you want it done well and quick. And you know, you can do both of those things. But if somebody is actually like when I, I started doing the, um, the sermon recap on Instagram, I was like, Hey, we should give the church the notes from your Sunday so that halfway through the week, they're reminded, Oh yeah, that's what God is teaching me this week. And then when I was like, I need to delegate this off and give this to somebody, I met with Kadria here in our church and I was like, all right, so I'll just, I'll train you on how I use Canva and this is how I do this. And she's like, well, can't you just do this and this? And I was like, oh man, you are the person who should be doing this because I had been struggling through those things. The student has become yes. the master. Yeah. And she killed it at it. And no, I'm like, that's a good point. It's I'm like, so glad that I handed it off. How well, do we, we get, I mean, we're just, we just think we know everything and can do everything better, but we really can't. So mm-hmm. finding your gifting and everything. All right, guys. You know, this has been a great episode, and I'm excited. And I know there are people that um, are going to want to help with the church plant. And if you're listening to this and you want to be, you want to help a church plant, I know we, I've got a whole database full of guys that we're helping plant churches at this very moment through Cultivate that would love to have someone come and be part of it. Even mm-hmm. if you don't feel like you're gifted or you're not a worship leader or you're not whatever, to have you know, some of these guys are going out just them and their wives without any help at all, which right. we try to get them to consider doing a, a team, team effort. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes they feel like, no, we're God's <clears throat> called us to this and, you know, we're, we're going to support them. But to say, hey, would you be willing to go out to wherever it is and help right. out? Could be even nearby, you know. Right. Um, but connect with us, uh, cultivatechurchplanting.com online and in the show notes here. But Shannon and Jesse, thanks for being on the show. You guys are mm-hmm. awesome. Thanks, thanks for being for part us. of this church plant. Thank you. And um, me and Jesse will pray about if we want you guys to come. Yeah, you guys decide if you want to include your wives. <laughs> we go to the, we go to like the you know the very remote places. You know, we don't stay at very nice hotels and stuff like. that. <laughs> <laughs> or no do comment. we? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so. All right, not required, guys. you know. <laughs> I know. Guys, thanks for being on the show. Love you guys. And uh, thanks for all that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. The Cultivate Church Planning Podcast is part of CGN Media, a podcast network that points to Christ. Check out cgnmedia.org for more great shows and ways to support the ministry.